Hello, That Kind of Nerd fans. Welcome to your exclusive coverage of Avengers Endgame. Uh, I need to preface this, obviously, right off the bat, if you have not seen the movie. First off, wow. I don't know how you've gotten this far in, in our podcast. Yeah, considering it generated $1.2 billion opening weekend, how were you not part of that? Number two, uh, stop listening and go see this movie. And if you're listening in the future, I, I, I hope you have a hovering cars and, and, and a hoverboard. Welcome back to listening to us cry for a while. <laughs> I am CJ Mellon, joined, of course, by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? Brian has no words. He has no words. Do you think the bench was the same bench that Hulk threw? I think that was the same bench he was. Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Damn it. <laughs> so dumb. That's not dumb. That's meaningful. Wait, he threw the bench. It landed. Perfectly in and the then Cap's position. <laughs> right. Perfectly <laughs> able. Cap was like, oh, I saw him throw that bench. When I come back, that's where I will sit. That's where I'm going to sit. That's where, where I will fucks, be. Where these fucks are going to have to come find me. Right. Damn it, Brian. <laughs> that's not true. The bench was at Avengers, the, the Avengers Tower. Like, you think he threw it all the way there? He may have. Doubt it. Anyway. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> going to be a long, long night. Dude, this is going to be tough to get through. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface for uh, for everybody listening. Um, uh, likely, very likely, my voice will crack. Very likely, I will get emotional. This this was uh, a very emotional movie. I'm going to apologize now. Like, and, and preface it by saying, it didn't matter whether there were going to be uh, cut scenes at the end. Christian and I were not sitting for the lights to come up and reveal the pools of tears <laughs> underneath us. I, I can attest that Josh does this because when he and I saw A Star is Born. Got out. As soon as the credits rolled, he fucking bolted. Because I don't need to sit there for people to see all the, like, the pool of tears under me. It was, it was rough. I gotta uh, go. All I, right, do, so. I do have to say, as long as we're talking about people crying. A, if you didn't cry at this movie, you're heartless. And I know I'm talking about my best friend, Melissa. I uh, I started crying, and then, like, I was crying tears of sadness, and then I got okay, and then I cried tears of sadness again, and then I cried happy tears, and then I realized I shouldn't be happy, so then I cried more tears of sadness. Yep. But, but like, halfway through this entire roller coaster, I just feel my fiance's hand just rubbing my shoulder slash back <laughs> as if to say, it's okay, it's all right. And I'm like, I <laughs> It wasn't okay. It wasn't okay. okay. It wasn't all right. Christian did the same thing. Christian at one point turned to me and just started (laughs) rubbing my shoulder. That's exactly what you did. Tony and his father. Tony and his father. Christian's rubbing my shoulder. I cried multiple times. Oh, my God. It was, it was, I ugly cried probably four times. It's funny you bring that, though, Brian, that, that your fiance was comforting you because one of your main concerns of seeing this movie with her was that you were going to cry more in this movie than you are going to during you know your wedding, your upcoming nuptials. So uh, That's still a very real concern. <laughs> so now the bar in the gauntlet has been set, so I, I wish you well on your journey. I'm, I, I hope one of you guys have some like of those bottled tears on you because I'm going to have to do something. <laughs> All right, let's jump into this, uh, asking, obviously, for just some first impressions when you left the theater, hopefully the first time uh, that you saw the movie, and just kind of where how, how you left it uh, the first time that you viewed uh, you viewed Endgame. Brian, let's start with you, just leaving the theater the first time. How I left it? Yeah. How did you feel when, when the credits broken. started and everything? I just answered your question. Just just broken? That's it? I, well, I mean, 
we all know I'm going to give this movie a good review. It was amazing. I, I thought it, it, it was damn near perfect. There, I mean, and, and when I say damn near perfect, I don't mean, oh, the time travel makes sense. Like, you're going to, you can figure, if you really want to, you can nitpick this movie, this story, whatever you want. This movie was the perfect ending to 22 movies and 11 years of these characters and this these movies and it's not over obviously we're getting more after this but this was a nice cap a nice let's end these people's story let's end this volume let's end this saga whatever they want to call it and then we now what we get is going to be completely new a lot of stuff ended and caused a lot of emotions for me so yes i was broken so when i when i left it i thought the same thing i was i i I felt I felt very cathartic, right? I just felt like I had just a, a big moment just kind of happened. I, I felt definitely like I was part of something really big and it felt good to know that we had just closed a, a, a chat, a, a book, really. We, we, we closed a series and I felt really satisfied and uh, I left the theater really just energized and, 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 but also at the same time felt like I had just run a marathon and, and I had crossed the finish line first and I felt, those mixture of emotions, it, it was it was really, uh, it was it was incredible. I haven't felt that way walking out of a movie in a very long time, uh, and I was immediately planning another trip to go see this movie again. You saw it three times, right? I did. I saw it three times in three days. So I, I mean, I went back to back to back. I need to, I need. To uh, but Josh, what, what was your feeling when when you left as well? Because you went with Christian, you went with your son. That's a I know that was a big a big deal for you guys too. It it was a huge deal uh, for us. Uh, I just I just gotten back from the uh, from the NFL draft. We planned this specifically as like a boys' sojourn type deal. Um, we uh, we grabbed lunch, talked about our expectations, walked in, and man, I don't know. Leaving that was is one of the better movies I've ever seen. Like it was, it was just from start to finish, it was excellent. And then there was closure, but it wasn't all bad. Like there was, there were so many good moments that balanced out the bad shit that you did feel good leaving. And I left hopeful, but like there were so many things in there I wasn't ready for. Right. Yeah. It was, it was tough. It was, it was one of the better movies I've ever seen. So I want to start with uh, something uh, again. This movie opened up uh, to to my theater completely unexpectedly, right? Of just jumping right into Hawkeye, teaching his his daughter how to how to shoot, right? And just kind of you're gonna jump. open up. You're gonna open up. You're gonna open up a movie. <laughs> yep. With this guy losing his entire fucking family and, and just uh, and I hope you guys had the same experience I did. My my theater was very in- interactive and involved with the screening. Yes. Uh, and and just all you heard was no no. Fuck no, no, no. And just it's a gut punch. I mean, we're just starting this with, hey, I hope you brought your tissues and start them now. We're going. In case you didn't remember from last year, right. let me just kick you in they the nuts opened right up. Here. They opened up. Christian and I turned to each other and I went, he's going to lose his whole fucking family right, right here. Right now. Too. Yep. Don't repeat that. But he's going to lose his whole fucking family right now. Christian was like, no. No, I'm yeah. like, oh, it's, it's about to happen. Yeah, it 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 hit hard. Also, oh. 
Who does ugly put crying? I was ugly crying within the first five minutes of this movie. Oh god, it's not fair. It wasn't even five minutes because on my oh, third I see, viewing, I didn't, I didn't cry at that part. Oh, I mean, you no. As soon as soon as soon as I knew, as soon as I knew he was gonna lose him, I lost my shit. Yeah, I was losing it immediately. I was lost like, oh god. Also, I do have one question from that scene. Who does put mayo on a hot dog? That is weird. Well, pe- no, people do. That's I mean, weird. and 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna get like also tons of hot dogs have aioli, and that's mayo. Uh, okay, Brian, you have a fun fact you said about that scene. I do have a fun fact about that scene. Uh, the the young lady who plays Hawkeye's oldest daughter, who she was teaching how to shoot, is one of Joe Rooster's daughters. Oh, oh, that's cool. That's nice. And his second daughter shows up in the selfie scene with the Hulk. I oh. like that. I like that he calls her Hawkeye. I like yes. that. Yeah, that was a yes. nice touch. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to talk then. Uh, so that was, listen, we just started the movie with a, with a gut punch. And I want to talk about some of the other ones that came down the way. But I want to talk about one that most people aren't having a conversation about until later in their discussions about this movie. And I want to talk about the soul stone scene between Hawkeye and Black you Widow. You want to really? two quarters of the way through the movie? You, I, you don't want to hit the gut punches and then we go back to some of the yeah, highlights? Yeah, let's, no, let's go right there. Let's, you just let, want to go through all the gut punches and then Yeah, let's make Josh cry a bunch. And then, and then, and then we'll go back. Well, listen, and we'll everyone talk starts the their conversations with Cap and, and with, with Tony. And, and I, 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 I think, I think that that scene was really unexpected. You didn't know what was going to happen the whole time. I knew exactly what was going to happen. I, I didn't. And I started tearing up immediately. So they get they get to you know uh, I don't know the planet Vormir 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 uh, to talk. You about saw Stone. it three times opening weekend. You, you do know how hard Vormir. Do you know how hard it is to read through tears, Brian? It's very hard to read through tears. You don't have to read. They tell you. It's also the second time we've seen this That's scene because right. we saw it last year. That's right. I'm 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 not very how do you say uh, smart. I'm not a smart oh, man. I am not a smart man. I'm not a smart man. All right. So anyway, uh, the the scene though where they are where they're discussing about who's going to go and and the the not fight but the just the you the knew str- it was going to be her the struggle. See, I I didn't. I I and, and every She's time she's got nothing. I know, and that was the, and that was kind of the problem. The whole journey of Black Widow is, as she said in you know the first Avengers movie when when she was talking to Hawkeye was to get out of the red on her ledger. Get the red out of her ledger. It was her whole mission uh, the entire time to do good, to erase the the terrible things she did in the past. And this is the culmination of that for her character. Yes. It's so much not only of just saving, you know, the universe and, and giving life back to the universe, but saving Hawkeye in that moment and his family and everything that's coming down. It was cathartic, but I was not ready for it. I was not ready. I I that is when I was also crying and and I was going, no, no, like there's going to be some loophole. There's going to be some way to get her back. There's nope. going to be some way to save her. No way to get no, her back. She's not gone. happening. And it it hurts every single time I watched it. So we're gonna have we're gonna have a, a prequel movie and then a TV series, right? Uh, just the prequel movie for her. So we're yeah we're done with her too. So there's that. But like, uh, no, I, I like I get why she did it, but like I just wasn't ready. And when when I watched it the, the other times, and you're just kind of watching her story leading up to that, just seeing how she's holding on so tightly. To her role of kind of being like in charge of what's left of Shield, right, or being right, in charge of right. the security of this world, and she's like, "I have nothing else. This is all I have. I just got this, and and I feel like I have no role in this world. I have no role in what's going on. 
know, there's an earthquake. How, what do we do? You don't do anything. You just watch it and make sure that, you know, no one, no one gets hurt. And she's just struggling so hard to do that, that, I mean, it's one of those things where it had to be her. Like it had to be her, especially between the two of them. Uh, but it doesn't make it hurt any less. No, it does not make it hurt any less. Brian, what did you think during that scene? What did you think about uh, afterwards when, especially when Hawkeye comes back and he just falls to his I, knees? I just wanted to make sure you two were, were done <laughs> crying over your fucking bullshit here. Really? You, you were, that bullshit. scene wasn't impactful for <laughs> no, you? No, no, no. It upset me. I, no, I was upset. I, I didn't cry. That is not, that is not what got oh, me. Oh, dude, I, I lost it. I understood why they did it. I understood how they did it. I understood why it had to be her and why it wasn't Hawkeye. It hit me and I was like, oh, I can't, I can't believe they did that. Like, I really did not see it coming, but it's not what I didn't, it didn't make me like push me. It wasn't the gut punch. It was like, you knew the moment they were going to Vormir, one of them was going to bite it. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was just, all right, I meant, I, I had had like a solid 10 minutes to mentally prepare myself. Because here's the deal. If it were Hawkeye, wouldn't have cared. No I, one would have. No, see, I would have been I would have been fried either way. Yeah. Because I love them both. I th- I but I I'm th- I'm thinking general populace. No, no, you're right. You're right. General, general populace, populace didn't right. care about Hawkeye until this you're, movie. You're right. You're right. Yeah. This movie now, made Hawkeye really a great character and viable and 100%. something that we all knew to begin with, right? Yes. Yes. But if it were Hawkeye, the consensus would have been, eh. Oh, all right. oh well. Okay. Well, that sucks. But it was her, and everybody mm-hmm. lost their freaking minds. Well, he he turned into a mass murderer. So yeah. like you were you were, and he was saying like, I deserve. You this. see what I've become. Like right. I, yeah, I, I need to go. Her that that act redeemed her and him. No, I understand. That's why I fucking lost it. Yeah, because, because it could it it could have teetered either way. That's yeah. right. And if yeah. and if it were him, you'd be like, okay, uh, like he had he, to pay this price because of he, everything. He that's did. exactly right. That's exactly right. And and and, and it was a, like, almost like a punishment, but for her, it was redemption. And, and she's I think like, that was the she's part. like, you know what? We're gonna win anyway. So let me go do this because I don't have anything else. Right. But you know, you know what got me? honestly, you know what actually gets me about that Black Widow death, and it's not on the first viewing, it's on the second viewing. Before they go into the quantum tunnel, she looks at uh, Cap and says, see you in a minute. minute. Yep. And like second viewing, I'm like, no, you fucking won't. (laughs) Yep. Nope. The other part, too, Brian, I think you you had talked about with me, too, was the the relationship between Hawkeye and Black Widow, even at that moment, still being done perfectly and still developing that relationship. He's yeah. So so here's what I really really enjoyed about this movie, uh, not this movie, but this relationship. And it would have been so easy to fuck around with it, is because the brunt of the story takes place five years later. It would have been very easy for them to be like, oh, let's explore this unexplored romance between Hawkeye and Black Widow, and that's not what they did. No, they're friends, and, and they and they made it very clear that like this is you know they're not. There's no unrequited love between nope. the two of them. They are, they're more than friends. They, they are family. Yeah. Like she, in the purest way, brother, sister type relationship. She sees right. him as a brother. And I, I really enjoyed that. And that's what made this moment hurt even more because it is like Hawkeye literally has to watch it was his family heartbreaking. go to his death or to her death. Yes. It was I feel heartbreaking. You. I feel you. I agree. 
Good God, was it awful. Him, <laughs> and him it, waking up in the pool. Oh, my God. God. I'm sitting there just losing it. For me, it was the moment when he when he came back, when they went back through the, the quantum realm, and he, everyone he is jubilant down. and celebrating. I can't believe this worked. That. He just falls to his knees yeah. and, and just gives that look, and they're just like, where's Nat? And, and just that moment right there, just that. Yep. It, they let it hang. Yep. For just an extra second more than you would expect it to. Oh god, it was it was a just really Just so you can breathe. How do you like how do you say to yourself, how can I inflict maximum pain <laughs> on my viewers? Here's what I'm going to do. This. Well, That's the, what they did. Well, the other part too was they then gave the voice of the audience to Thor and Thor said you're, you're talking like she's gone. We got we got stones, we got time travel, guys. Like this ain't over. Like I don't know why you guys are counting this done and out. And and they're just no, really. It's it's not. This is not how that which, works. Which which also registered in the moment that Gamora can't come back. Right, right. It's one the of those Gamora things, as we know her. No, that's right. right. She, she, she will, will never be, be there. She will yep. not be back. Right. Those those people are gone. And it's it and it was one of those things where again now these deaths are becoming permanent. It, it does make for an interesting uh, Guardians three where Quill has to woo her again. Like that's <laughs> that's right. funny. Yeah. Like, I don't know that's going to be interesting. I, I don't know if you play that for laughs. I think you play that as really heartbreaking. Or like now a 50 he has to thing? completely win her over. No, again. he's no. That's going to it's going to be and, it's going to be and, whimsical. It's going to be good. No, it's not because they have shared experiences that he remembers, but she doesn't. It's going to be heartbreaking for him. Yeah, it I, is I, going to be painful for him because he's going to want to say, "Hey, remember when we did this thing?" And she does not remember. I it's think not going to be funny. That's at not all. That's not Quill. That's, that's not, not Quill. And does. that's not. And that's not what Gunn has. I don't think James Gunn's going to. No. 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 I'm he's, thinking Fifty First Dates. He's going to do. He's going to do crazy shit to win her over. I. I. Sure. There might be a couple things to play for laughs, but you want to talk about James Gunn? James Gunn has made that the heart and that soul of those two movies is the idea of family and finding family wherever you can and and the family you choose, not the family you're born with. I've. That was the whole purpose of Guardians like, Volume that's 2. That's how I live. And I, I live by the family I chose. This isn't this. This isn't that. It's not Vin Diesel's evil. It's that I, we've lost a member of our family. And this person is not that same person. We have to figure it out. Right. And maybe we can make it work. Maybe we don't. Dude, Who knows? That's, that's going to be a fun aspect of the next movie. It, it's definitely definitely going to be good. I don't think it's going to be heartbreaking. I think it's going to be fun because I, I think you need – like and, and I, like – we're we're off the rails here, speculating about because it's more shit than just about of, Quill. It's a right. you're gonna yeah, have that I, shit with. No, I'm not done. I told you, <laughs> don't fucking cut me off. I just don't want to talk about speculation. I don't give a shit for a different movie. I don't give a shit. You right, can say it. I'm just all right. Cut it. You're gonna have that with all of them. You're gonna have it with Nebula. You're gonna have it with Drax. They have all of these shared experiences and relationships that this Gamora won't have. It's it's there. I'm sure there'll be some comedy because it's Guardians. But there right. is going to be a good amount of heartbreak. And if you want to sit there and say James Gunn won't freaking do that, I will point you to Yondu. So James Gunn knows how to do a freaking gut punch, too. Now you may move on. <laughs> <laughs> the robe is coming off. He's like, I'm hot. It's hot in here. Yeah, it hot. Uh, so, I mean, listen, that, that was a big moment for me. I thought it was a, a part of the movie that most people don't start with. So I, I, I'm glad that we got to do that because I think that that's – that that scene, that relationship, and her sacrifice, I think, is 
bigger than most people are, are, are giving it credit to. I, I want to quickly talk about the moment to where the movie kind of starts where they're going to go get exact the revenge on Thanos right in the beginning. And of course, everything goes horribly awry. What, what was that like? The thing is, the, the biggest the biggest early reaction um, is, in in my opinion, when Thor decapitates him. And everybody was kind of like, no! And I was like, good! Because he ha- he served no more use. You're not getting anything more out of him. So he has to die. Thor did it, and then we move on. I like also how, like he said, I, I aim for the head. I'm like, all right, right. good yep. payoff. So the, the, the number of callbacks, and we can get to that later, but like the number of callbacks in the movie were insanely good. Mm-hmm. And, and like timely, relevant, all of them were good. But like Thanos had to die. And Thor had to kill him because he said he was going to kill him. And in truth, you know, Thor character that like that's frankly, that's what Thor does. He fucking kills people. It's also the last time that we see uh, skinny Thor. Oh, after that, it's all all fat Thor all the time. That 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 plot that plot vehicle was not my favorite, but it was it. it, I mean, it played. It just wasn't my favorite. Yeah. Fat Thor uh, at first, the, the first go around. I was waiting for it to be reversed. I was waiting for some kind of training or Asgardian thing that would make him skinny again and, and just kind of take it back to the Thor that we knew. But I, I, I thought it was a real bold choice to just keep him at that, you know, fat, yeah, disheveled. Fat Thor. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting that when he when he gets the lightning powers right before they fight Thanos and he gets into his suit, that the lightning braids his hair and his beard. Yep. I thought it was like, okay, we're just, okay, I guess he's in battle mode. This is what happens. Um... Uh, I, I enjoyed Fat Thor for, for what it is, but I, I think really Fat Thor is a bigger pay. We're going to see a bigger payoff in Guardians, right? And and maybe see him just kind of be a different Thor. And Bigger in, in payoff there. than what? You don't think it paid off in this movie? I don't think it did the way. I don't think that was. I don't think that was received the way that they hoped it would be. He stayed what fat. You- he stayed fat Thor the whole time. Well, I, I, I mean, I don't, and I, I don't want to take the words out, but I, I think CJ saying, we're going to see a transformation in the next. Right. But the the physicality. No, it's going to be one of those things where he's going to have to mentally shift and then it's going he's going to. No, have to but I'm saying that it. he did mentally shift in this movie. His. Not until the end. No, yeah, the no, you, of course. No, right, right, right. no. Way before the end. Are you fucking kidding me? Like this whole his whole character arc. Like, I, I'm sorry. This is the third time I've had to defend this. You're so, you're saying you're saying the, the mo- uh, what I'm saying is the moment where he said. I have to be who I am, not, not who, who I'm meant to be. Yes. That is the moment where he shifted. And that dude, that was like really late. Yep. Sure. But, but the conversation but with his mother he, is when he, he has shifted. that epiphany. That's right. The conversation with his mother, where you're looking at a character who not only is feeling guilt because he screwed up and half the universe is out. Yeah. He lost is, his brother. He is fucking depressed. Yeah. He yeah. lost his mother. He lost his father. He lost, lost his, his hammer. He lost his home. He lost half of his people, all of his friends. He lost his brother. And then just to tap it all off, he just because of his own arrogance, he does not go for the head. And he, it, as a result, he fails. And it's not just that he failed his friends. He fails the entire universe. This man is depressed. Right. And he is just he's just trying to hide it. Like, I, I hear too many people being like, oh, you know, it was, it was comic relief. You needed to have no, the comic relief. No, 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 no. I don't think anybody thinks 
Thor was comic relief. I think plenty of people think it. That's why I've had That's, to defend this that multiple is, times. That is a fucking ridiculous premise. I think that the people Thor, who think that are just looking at the surf, literally the surface that, of him. That going, Thor oh, was comic relief. Funny. Like yeah. Thor felt this just as deeply, if not more, than Tony Stark and Cap. Absolutely. Like, those, those three guys. And like it caused a complete shift in the character of of Banner and Hulk, like they, like those four, really felt it very deeply. Well, all six of the Avengers felt no, it so, no. I get like I understand I understand what you're saying. What I'm saying is I think those four took took on more. Like Hulk had never been beaten before, got beaten. He feels it more deeply than most. Thor lost everything. Tony not only lost everything, couldn't save everyone twice. And and he's feeling it, and and Cap is Cap, uh, who takes responsibility for everything that happens everywhere all the time. So there's that, right? But like the rest of the characters, yeah, they they lost some folks, whatever. But like those, I think those four centrally uh, uh, felt the loss most deeply. Okay, you don't agree. You don't agree at all. No, I agree. But I I would add I would add Hawkeye and Black Widow to that. We just got done talking about it. Like, I when know. I, I just, them, I, I mean, just, I just think, six. I think their pain was less acute because they are, because well, they went into survival mode. They went into a different mode to not to only that, but like, like that. they're just less. They're less capable of protecting everyone. Where the other four, yeah, but but I mean, I, I don't think you need to, to to extrapolate it to protecting everybody. I think you look at both of them and they couldn't protect their families. And to them, that's their world. No, that's terrible, and it's, so, it's the I worst mean, feeling they, ever. They felt like, it just as much, but they didn't yes. feel it on a on a galactic scale. On a galactic, on a that's what scale. I'm talking about. Like Tony is talking about, he failed the entire world. Yeah, because they said, "Hey, you fought him." He goes, "I I didn't fight him. He threw he threw a planet at me, and then just wiped the floor with me." Right. Like I don't have coordinates. I don't, like that that that. You that know moment what I there, really enjoyed? I really enjoyed that. They got back. He he gets back to Earth, and it's not like, oh, everything's fine, and the no, past three movies weak. didn't happen. He he has extreme beef with Cap. He he calls him out on it. Says, "I told you this was going to happen. Right, I right. told this is why wanted I wanted you to sign these accords." The world. And things are not okay. Not just as a universe, but just relationship between the two of them is still. Fraction. And I love the fact that they didn't just swipe it under the rug. Like it was yep. something they, that took five years to repair between the two of them. And yep. we, were, we were talking about callbacks too. There's a great callback to, uh, uh, I think it was Avengers, where he said, I had a dream about this once. I didn't, I didn't want yep. it to be Age real. Of Ultron. It was Ultron. Age of Ultron, yes. Age uh, of Ultron, where he has that vision. Yeah. He thought he, 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 and this is what he's been afraid of the whole time. Old this time. is why, yep. this is what he, uh, this is why he created Ultron. Right. Because he wanted to protect everybody. This is why he supported the Sokovia Accords. This is what Tony's been running from this entire time. He right. spent however many weeks, 20, 21 days. In, yeah, 21 days uh, in orbit, ready to die. Mm-hmm. resigned to the fact that he failed and came back came back to a world that he couldn't fix right and a bunch of people that couldn't help him and he just has no tolerance right for that when he gets off that ship and he says i lost the kid i oh that's when i cried Ugh. that was the first time i started yep. tearing up 
Absolutely. I I have one question, and maybe you've you've read something, seen something, or can just explain. How did Captain Marvel find that ship? So there's a couple theories about this. I'll I'll take this one, Josh. Go ahead and calm down. It's fine. <laughs> um. So there's the scene at the end of Captain Marvel that showed them with the beeper, beeper and the right. pager. Yeah. And, and the the theory is that it's it's something that happened off screen. Like he she shows up. That scene happens. Right. She shows up, says, where's Fury? They go, well, here's what happened. Here's right. what happened with Thanos. We need your help because we don't have any way to try and find and our guy. Yeah, who, who Go survived. find our guy. Right. And so she went out to find and finds I, Tony and then brings I would have been fine with one dialogue scene of just Rocket going, glad you found my tracking device. I mean, it was, Rocket was on the ship. It was the Guardian ship. Like, he would probably have something to track the ship. It was just weird, and it was one of the things that I only cared about the third time I saw the movie going, how did she find the ship? It doesn't take it away from it. It doesn't change anything. I'm just curious if if you saw anything, or maybe I just missed a detail uh, saying how that happened. I I, I also want to talk about one thing, too. We had talked about uh, Doctor Strange uh, mentioning the the 14 million uh, versions of the future in, in which they win. And there's obviously so many variables, but I read it in which they lose. There's only I'm sorry, one where they win. Uh, I read uh, an article that said there was this the one thing. What was the one thing that was different in this try versus all the others? And they said, what was the likelihood that a rat would press a button that would allow Ant-Man to come back? That would allow the time. It was the whole catalyst. It shot the rest of it off. of just having Ant-Man come back. Because if Ant-Man didn't come back, we wouldn't be time traveling. We wouldn't do all of that stuff. That's right. Tony wasn't thinking about that. Tony didn't want to think about that. He was just enjoying life with his family. A rat pressing a button could be the one thing that was different in all of those different timelines that allowed this to happen. I was like, that's interesting. One rat saving the universe. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you want from me. I just, just did. I thought maybe that was a, a crazy lunatic thing. But if you think that's okay, that could be the one thing that I don't, he saw. I, I don't think that's the one thing that was different. I think... You're making me think about this as a bullshit because the snap, if the snap always happens, mm-hmm. Scott Lang is always going to get trapped in the quantum realm and his truck is always going to get impounded at that lot. Right. There's always going to be that rat. Right. And so that wouldn't be the one thing that was different in the 14 million scenarios. But something influencing the rat. Maybe the time in which the snap maybe, happened, got the may, rat there. Maybe the timing. No, I don't think it has anything to do with the rat. The I one, think the one thing that was different was uh, Doctor Strange giving up the time stone. Right. right. Is, At a different time. One but but right. and, and so and that doesn't affect <clears throat> that's my point. But that doesn't affect the fucking rat at all. <laughs> no. And, and and so if any one thing was different that would make that one scenario out of 14 million possible. I'm guessing it's just the timing in where he gives up the snow. So the time stone. Uh, okay. Cause if it took longer, possibly they wouldn't have still been on Titan. Possibly Peter would have never died in Tony's arm or just something in Wakanda. Right. Which, okay, cool. which really, really what spurs Tony to do this is not because, Hey, my buddies need help. He sees that picture of Peter. So, and that's what kind of spurs him to, to, to actually go, go in forward and talk about it. time travel. So let, let's talk a little bit about, let's talk about Tony now. Let, let's talk about the journey that Tony Stark went on. Cause, uh, initially when I saw his daughter, uh, I, I thought, Oh God, if, if we do some kind of time travel thing, right. Uh, this would change. I, I was, again, I was going back to the future rules. This is going to change that he would lose his, daughter, lose his daughter. So either he'll stay in the past and this is how we get him when, you know, he doesn't come back or, 
you know, he or he just decides to do it and he has to pay the price of losing his daughter. Like, oh, my God, I, I can't take that. I already watched somebody lose their family I can do it. So I was very glad to see that didn't happen. But Tony's. Uh, Tony's story was just amazing. And, and it freaking helped that they made this. I don't know who found this kid. <laughs> they found the most adorable, adorable child yep. in the universe to play this kid. Yep. It was so it good. Did, it did not help at all. Uh, Christian's I, been saying, I love you 3000 ever since. Oh, oh my gosh. And yeah, I'm fucking fun. like every I, yeah, night, right. every night I'm like, I want to cry. Don't yeah, tell that, her, but that shit's gonna be my vows. But I can't, I can't, I can't tell him not to say it because I think it's so adorable. Like, <laughs> I just said that's gonna be in his vows. You, I know it is. Gonna, I know you're going to do it. Uh, that or that or it's gonna be the Han Solo "I love you, I know" moment. I don't know which one is going to be, but I, I figured. Okay, I'm sorry. I just had to address that. I couldn't let that slide. Okay. Um, I I thought that there was the again, Josh. You said earlier. How did the Russos go? How can I inflict the most amount of pain on my audience? And 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 they will not only uh, be okay with it; they will thank me. They will That's thank right. us for for this. The moment where he's talking about, I I figured it out. I figured out time travel. Um, you know what I could do? I could just go ahead. I could uh put a pin in this and just throw this into the the bottom of the lake and go to bed. And Pepper goes, yes, but but would you rest? And then we flash forward to the end. And she looks at him and goes, you, you can finally rest now. And it's one of those moments like, you no, sons of bitches. That, the, the, that scene, like, both, both Christian and I were a mess with Tony, like, leaning against the a fucking tree, whatever the fuck. Like, just, and just, just sitting there dying. Yeah. I was not ready. I was not okay. I was not ready. Like, when it happened uh, in Infinity War, when he got stabbed, I lost my shit. Um, but like this, like I, I knew it was coming and I still Mm -hmm. was not ready. The, the other thing I I really enjoyed for this, and and I think Brian's heard me say it and heard other people say it too. Uh, the Russos could have really just taken an easy way out with, with Tony and and his death and just let him and Peter hash it out. And now Peter, uh, now Tony dies in Peter's hands, right? And that would have been really good for the fans to get that. We would have loved that as fan service. But I think for Tony and the character, having Pepper be the person to be there at the final moment, for, for Pepper to give him permission, I think was just more impactful for Tony's character. Uh, and and I know Pepper Potts is not a fan favorite. I know Gwyneth Paltrow is not a favorite. But that moment was so good for both of them and that family. I, I think <coughs> yeah. it was the best way to do it. Like, I've been with Laura 21 years. And I mean... I love her to death. I that that pepper scene. There's there's not a yeah. whole lot you can envision except right. You're you're like your significant other. But mm-hmm. when Peter came up, I lost my shit completely. Was not okay. Yeah. I was not okay. I'm and, not okay now. Right. And, and uh, you know, I unfortunately had the uh, had a, had a death in my my family recently, and I remember having that exact conversation. You know. With it was my it was my mother in law just saying hey it's okay to you know it's okay to go seeing someone hang on uh, longer than they shouldn't telling them it's it, it's okay to go and it's it's a very very freaking hard thing to do but it it, it was tr- honest it was an honest moment it was super truthful and again I don't think it would have been uh, good for Tony for anybody but Pepper to 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 say that um, 
Yeah, and there wasn't a dry eye in, in the the eye the sold out IMAX theater uh, uh, every single time uh, when, when that happens, and even when you know it when you know it's coming, it's still uh, incredibly painful. But it was such a great send off. Again, just watching what he was able to do, it was yeah. I mean, great. That's fucking great. <laughs> what about me? <laughs> It what about this guy? Listen, Josh, they don't give a shit about you. <laughs> well, that's not fair. Because they care about storytelling. And it perfectly, it just perfectly closed his loop. Mm-hmm. He goes out, not in this just huge blaze of glory. He he go, there, there are so many callbacks that that moment has. It, mm-hmm. Obviously, with him saying, I am Iron Man, which is how yep. the first movie ended. So amazing. It, it ends with him sacrificing himself for the good of the world, which is what Captain America said he would never do in the first Avengers. Right. It it well, just... Uh, it also harkened back to something that Howard said. Howard Stark said, oh, I always let my own self-interest get in the way of the, uh, of the greater good. Earlier in, the, in that movie. Yeah. In he, that- he, he says that, yeah. And... So I, I listened to and and first and foremost before I I get too far into it, we give the Russo brothers a lot of credit, but this movie was written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, who not just wrote this movie but wrote all three Captain Americas no. and Infinity War. So Hats they deserve to a them. ton Absolutely. of freaking credit too. Yes, but I listened to um, a a. Uh, Several. A podcast um, with Kevin Smith called Fat Man Beyond and his co-host Mark Bernard, and he said something so freaking poignant. I wish I could repeat it and then try to take credit for it, but I'm not going to. Well, um, repeat it, but don't take credit. I'm not. I'm, re- I'm going to repeat it, though. Uh, he said, at the core of this movie, this movie is about saying what you could never say, saying the things that you – saying goodbye and saying the things that you you have always wanted to say. And each character gets that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Tony yes. gets that moment with his father, and and it's really oh my this god em- emotional scene of when he says, "Hey, I always thought my father was was hard on me, but the the good outweighs the now bad." I will, now, now I, I only remember back the good. Yeah, and like that moment where he tells him, "Hey, I have a daughter." You can tell like he's oh, just yeah. itching to tell his father, "Hey." I have a daughter right. and, and like he gets to have that moment and, and Thor gets to have that moment with his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain ugly America crying. gets to have ugly, that moment ugly, with a couple people. Ugly crying. Yep. I know. Tony and his father. Ugly crying. But it, it, it's, it's ultimately this love letter of these characters saying goodbye to, you know, the fans as well. Mm-hmm. So like that death scene uh, of Iron Man, like it, it, they could have done, they could have done so many things. They could have done it so over the top. They could have like had him mutter these these final words to Peter or to Pepper, and they didn't. They just it, and and Robert Downey Jr. is so fucking good. He's just because when he's there, you can tell he's just hanging on. Yeah, and he's just trying. He he's not even trying to talk. He's just like I need to to. St- Stay around, like I need to hang on. Mm-hmm. And it's not until Pepper says it's okay, we're going to be okay. You can rest now. That he actually just goes. It's just, it's. And I'm sorry, Josh, because I know you're crying right now. It, it's just such a, a perfect loop. This guy who always wanted to fix things. No, I know it fixed good. everything like, with it. his final I act. Understand? <laughs> but how do I cope? I'm not with saying that scene. I'm you don't not understand. okay with any of this. <laughs> None of this is okay. Like 
I get it, it. Like it closes a loop and it completes a story, and that's fucking wonderful. <laughs> but no, I'm no. How do you carry on with that? All right. So then let, let's talk about someone who gets a, a much happier ending. Oh, uh, these were my happy tears. <laughs> right. Well, well let's. <laughs> Let's let's talk a little bit about Captain And by America. the way, for those of you who are curious about who the fuck that teenager is at Tony's funeral, yes. it's the kid from Iron Man 3. Thank you. That we I I I left that theater going, who the fuck was that? Oh my fucking god, it was the little kid. Yeah, and that's the same Oh, Josh didn't realize that up. he's going to cry again. Oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> yep, that was the kid from Iron Man 3. He invited him to the funeral. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Same actor, he just, you know, Say, yeah, he him. just aged like 10, yeah, 12 it's been, years. It was the same it's been actor. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's the same actor. Ty Simpkins. Yep. It's just been a minute. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yep. And you know what's even bigger about that funeral scene, which is another thing that I, I learned while watching and listening to so many podcasts and, and videos about this movie. You know, I... I, I a lot of a lot of movies with a cast that big and that many big names because let's face it the these actors are huge for yes, the most huge part, huge would take those shots and kind of like stitch them together right. maybe shoot them on like a green screen or something like that and no that's real everybody they all showed, showed up. up they all showed everybody up everybody showed up for that scene fuck off i i read somewhere they shot it in atlanta and everybody was oh there even just for like the day that they shot it i'm gonna everybody cry showed up very, very cool. I, I also like the fact that they ended with Captain Marvel on the stairs, kind of, uh, again, uh, making her a de facto. See, I like how they ended ended that tra- tracking shot with Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Again, yeah. saying nothing. This, this is the, but the, but this is how it started. Yes. This all started. Listen, this did, That's you right. can say Iron yeah. Man all you want. This did not start with just the movie Iron Man. This all started with, with that post credit scene. That was just supposed to be a fluke. gag. Yep. It was a joke. It was. Hey, wouldn't it be like cool? Like the comic fans would know this. And it started and, and it started with those two guys in a room. Yeah. And it is just blown up over well, the past decade. Well, the other thing too, they didn't actually was, they didn't actually end that funeral scene with Fury. They ended it with Favreau talking to Tony's daughter. Well, I said, oh I my said fucking god, don't I know, start I know, I know, with I know. The, 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 all the cheeseburgers all the, and oh I'm my god. The cheeseburger callback, but also again, Favreau is is the director, the the guy who again just made this I know, somehow. But like him, but yes, the like, cheeseburger conversation. He's been, he's been with Tony for 20 plus years. years yep. Like he oh, he's going to take care of Pepper, he's going to take care of the girl. Like, he's going to oh, fucking Christ you know, your Why? dad like cheeseburgers. It's, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna help. Oh him my god! Around. He the first thing he did when he got back from Afghanistan was get cheeseburgers. cheeseburgers. Like, fucking Christ! Gets you all the cheeseburgers you want. Yeah, I'm just and she's and she's got just like you said, Brian. Whoever the fuck hired that girl? God damn you! Because she's got the cutest little. I want cheeseburgers. The lift with cheeseburgers. I'm like, oh yeah. god, yep, yeah, that's exactly. Yep, she's got the teeth at that part. Yeah, okay. Just because she's like four. Yeah, that's how they would. That's how it would sound. Yep. Okay. Cool. If anyone needs me, I'll just be in a fetal position right here. That's, so, that's right. I'm, I'm just, gonna sit in my chair and yep. cry. All right. I just, just can you can you pause this for a minute so I can just like fucking get my collapsed. I don't even want to go see it again. I don't. Oh, you have. It, it's really good. I don't want to. I don't want okay. to do it. I don't want to. You pick up wanna, on so many things. You do it so much. So let's no, let's talk about let's talk about again. Cap and let's talk about the send off that Captain America got. Okay. Uh, because the, the the man finally got that life that Tony was talking about so much. Yeah, he got his dance. And he got his dance, he got his girl, and uh, you know what? He's going to keep that to himself. And and he's that that's not that was for him. That was that was that was such a nice. Ugh, it was such a nice send off. 
I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for anything more for him. He, okay, so are you, are, are you ready to cry again? Because oh I'm going to tell you. God damn it. Oh, Go ahead. No, sure. Why are you doing well, By the way, this to me? also, <clears throat> I, I just want to preface this with when we're talking about this cap send-off thing, I don't give a shit about the other timelines or what happened and how does that... I, no, so, I don't know. no, he closed. He closed all the timelines. Yeah, he I, yeah, closed so, all of them. There's so, so many people who are... I don't care about time travel in this movie. If we learned anything, who gives a fuck? Let's yeah, talk Yeah, nobody about gives a shit. Just Brian, suspend your disbelief for a minute. All right. So, yes, yes, there, there's this theory. The, 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 the idea that he stayed back in the past, people are saying, could be an alternate timeline. But what I choose to believe is that he somehow did stay in, in their timeline. And he aged said. throughout the entire That was the last series. loop that he closed, right. and he chose to stay there. And he goes, I want, tap and I mean, how, the I mean, it's not hard to believe. Yeah. I, want you to cho- I want you to remember, I want to say it was a Winter Soldier. Yeah, I want to say it was Winter Soldier. And Captain America is sitting in that hospital room with Peggy. Yes. Who has dementia. And she's talking about her husband. husband. Not realizing that her husband was him. And he has no idea that he was also her, 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 her husband. So that's why that scene where she gets so surprised going, oh, my God, Steve, you're so young. It's because he was old with her. He was old with her. And he grew old with her and had a whole life with her and had kids with her. And she just doesn't remember it. It's the fucking notebook, but for superheroes. And I love it. <laughs> it's really, really hard. It, it, it's just, it's so happy that he got the life that he had, but kind of sad for Peggy because she knew the entire time it, it makes, and had to keep it a secret. It makes the kiss with his niece then a really little awkward. A little weird. A little yeah. weird. Because she would have known. No, I guess no, not. No, she would have had no idea. She would have no idea because, all right, this is when Timey Wimey because... As long as neither of them knew that they were related, I'm okay with that. No, they would have no idea. Right, yeah, it's fine. the Game of Thrones paradox. That's you know? okay. It's fine. Yeah, you don't I know. No, it's, I it's give cool. no shits about any of that. Uh, I'm okay with that. So the other part, too, he obviously told Bucky that he was going to do this, right? No, I don't think he told him. I think Bucky is just Bucky that Bucky figured it out. Yeah, he knows. Bucky sussed it out. And I'll tell you right now how he figured it out because they did another callback to the first Avenger where you're taking Cap, all the stupid with. Yeah. You. Where Cap says, don't do anything stupid while I'm gone. And Bucky says, how can I? You're taking all the stupid with you. Right. That that's what Bucky. But that's amazing. what Bucky said to Cap. No. When he went to what, war. That's what Cap, Cap said, said to Bucky. Bucky. I'm sorry. Cap said to Bucky. And yes. then this time. Right. Bucky said it around. To Cap. Yeah. Um, OK. Well, but, but, he, but that no. But, but Bucky. Oh, OK. I was right. You're 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 reversing my words. What? Bucky's the one who's leaving to go to war, and Cap says, "How can I? You're taking all the stupid with, with you." With right. you. That's and my this point. Time, but yes. my point is, when Bucky said that, he wasn't expecting to come back from the war. Okay, right, right. That's why Bucky knew he's not coming back. That's why, like, he's the he's the first one to spot him because he knows he he's he's not going to come back through here. I, or we're I gonna find him. I somewhere don't agree else. with that outlook. Like, I do. Like, I, I think Bucky, Steve, knew. Steve Rogers had every expectation of, of enlisting and joining the war. So I like, I just don't, I don't, I don't see yeah. it that way. I do but, see it as a callback you're, from you're, the first movie. You're, you're okay. Again, you're not listening to what I'm saying yeah. because when Bucky leaves for war, cap has gotten denied three or four times already. He can't go to war. He's still skinny, scrawny, Steve Rogers. So when Bucky says, don't do anything stupid while I'm gone, and, and Steve says, how can I? You're taking all the stupid with you. They're, they're prescribing the fact that we probably will not be seeing each other again. Okay. Because right. Steve well, can't get okay. in the war. That, that is a fair assumption. Right. 
the moment though too where he calls Sam over and and you see the you see the leather bag and and you know what's in there because it's fucking round uh and he hands off the shield to Sam and he's like I feel like it's someone else's and he goes it's, it isn't and he goes I, I'm gonna try my best I'm, I'll, I'll, I will I will do my best he goes that's why I picked you I'm saying just go yeah okay yep Okay. Yep. That's that love that friendship. Son of a Chris, fucking bitch. Christian started smacking me in the arm, going, "I told you, I told you it was gonna be Sam," and I'm going, "Okay, well, maybe not right now. Maybe not. Maybe not. Don't gloat because I'm crying over here. Why would it be anyone other than Sam? I thought it was gonna be Bucky. Oh uh, no, yeah, I thought it was gonna be Sam. The thing I, I always thought it was gonna be Sam because the thing about Bucky is that Bucky. Like he's he's got that guilt complex. He's he's gonna always be like, I don't deserve this. This isn't me. I'm I'm not this guy. But Sam is. From the moment we meet Sam, he is always trying to do better. Oh, the that, only and reason- that and that on your left, that on oh, your the left God. thing. Oh, Jesus oh, amazing. Christ! The moment when all the portals open and 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 you see everyone come back. First oh, off, oh God! First Are off, we gonna address this right now? Yeah, let's do it now. Hey, Mister Stark, remember when I was out in space? I was getting all dusty. And I'm just sitting there just going, oh, dear God, because all you just see is, is Tony just going, oh, my, oh, my. Oh. And then I woke up. Yeah. And then I woke up and Dr. Strange said that it hasn't been five minutes. It's been five years. And then we have to come help you right now. And I'm just sitting there just going, uh, and wait, he just look, fucking grabbed My him. entire oh. theater erupted uh, when Peter Parker. I was out. both fully too messy and also fully bawling at the oh, exact same absolutely, moment. Absolutely. Like, I don't know what he, that's called, he, but. No. And, and you know. You expect like you expected that moment. You expected them to come back, but when they did, holy shit! They can't. All of them came back at the same time. It's what same, an amazing! Ugh. What an amazing movie moment! And like P- oh, Peter, when Peter came back, I was losing my shit, crying. It was amazing. It was it was unbelievable. And and, and seeing Captain finally say, "Ashley Brian, I'm gonna let you." I'm gonna let you do it because I know. Oh, you've been I, oh, for I get to years. say it. Yes, you do. After eleven years, well, technically since 2012, so what? Seven years of Avengers and Avengers type movies. I finally get to hear Captain America say, "Avengers Assemble." Yep. And I'm not joking. Like it, it, it wasn't even. I didn't like scream right. Like I actually cried. That's a moment that I cried at because it was just. It was just validation for the past. Yeah, they teased us, but it's just been validation for the past 11 years of just this journey you've been on. Like every single moment in this movie is earned. That moment is earned and they've earned it over the past decade. And it's just it's so satisfying. It made me so happy. And it was just like flipping the comic book page to this giant splash page with all the heroes on it. And Captain America saying Avengers Assemble. And I just got the same feeling that I did when I was a little kid reading these books yep. when that moment happened. And it, yep. was, it was so good. And I like the line reading, too, where it's allowed Avengers Assemble. And just like, oh, fuck. He just he went quiet with it. So everyone just leaned forward to hear it. Yep. And then when it finally happens, just everyone erupting. Not only are we erupting when that moment comes, but... When he finally picks up Mjolnir. Oh, well, that was, I, mm. I was the only ass. I swear to God, we're sitting in a theater. The, the, the thing, the Mjolnir goes up, it goes away. It comes back. Cap catches it. 
No one else said a goddamn thing. I went, what? <laughs> I both exactly times. exactly like that. Like I erupted from my seat, like from my shoes. Yes. I erupted. Yep. And, and like everybody around me st- was startled. <laughs> like what? What is this guy's deal? Uh, clearly, I moved. <laughs> um, but like that was like Christian jumped up and I like I I exclaimed words. Yes. That's I, funny that you something. say your theater is silent because both times I saw it, that moment happened and it just erupted in no, applause. No, 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 no. The theater said they they were in. I don't know. Maybe it was stunned silence. I don't know. But I was the only asshole, and I yelled. The I went the first time. It was it was ten o'clock on Thursday. I was there by myself. I didn't go with my wife because staggering schedule. So I was there in my lonesome just kind of talking to the guy next to me before the movie so i was experiencing this by myself and when that moment happened i literally grabbed the guy who sat next to me grabbed his <laughs> arm and went holy fuck and and i just I, I shook him and he looked back at right back at me and goes holy shit and we had a moment and uh oh my god the, the whole theater was crazy also, this is the nerdiest hour we've ever recorded. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Life. Yes, more more nerd on more nerd on. Yeah, you've uh, you've ever. tempered me. I mean, I could go nerdier. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> uh, so listen uh, again. A uh, wonderful send off to Cap. Uh, I love the moment where they're fighting and they switch. So uh, he has Stormbreaker and he goes, "No, no, 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 no. You, get the you give one. me that. You, you get the, the small one. one. Right, yep. You get the sm- you get the small one. Uh, yeah, that was great. Like, but so the, the thing is, he caught it." And Thor went, I knew it. it. Yes. I, I'm glad because the, the second and third showing I went to, uh, people were yelling over that line. They were so excited uh, that they oh, didn't hear Thor great. Say, Christian, Christian turns to me. He's like, wait, was he sandbagging? And I'm like, no, no, no. He just wasn't ready. Like he hadn't. Cap, Cap hadn't let go of the past. He wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he. But he got it, and now he's strong enough, CJ, to yes. pick it up. Well, the only people Worthy. that we've seen wield Mjolnir strong. are Vision, Thor, and and now finally Cap. That's right. It's it's just been those three. Uh, you know, that's the other thing I, I, I want to talk about. This was quickly just kind of blown over, not really brought up or talked about until the funeral was between uh, uh, Black uh, Jesus she, Christ she, she, between well, Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye, where we finally address the fact no Vision and Vision also. Cannot come back. Will not nah, be back. He's done. We've yeah. we've got no more vision. Unless again, if Shuri had him saved, and we do it without Shuri the soul stone, absolutely has all the schematics to make a vision, and she knows how to make him without the mind stone. Right. Will he be the same vision? Probably but, not. But will we? Will we get it? Do you think we're going to see that? Is he going to be in there? I don't know. I'm pretty sure their Disney Plus show is called Scarlet Witch and Vision. So I'm guessing, yeah. I just is anybody else going to address that that Howard Stark's driver was Jarvis? Yeah, oh yeah. 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 And you know what? Another fun tidbit. This is the first time that Mar- the movies have actually referenced the TV shows because that Jarvis was in Agent Carter. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, there we go. Yeah. No so one Jar- Jarvis was in the Agent Carter series and they brought him in as the Jarvis Butler for nice. Howard Stark. Well, that's good. So it's that they've officially referenced the TV shows now, which it exists. Cool. I gotta tell you, dude. I, I gotta tell you that scene completely tore oh, me yeah, to no. pieces. It was it was insane. Tore me to pieces. Listen, the the action was incredible in this. Uh, you know, seeing Thanos again, knowing that he's not done, watching him destroy Cap Shield, and then ultimately watching him have to just 
suffer with the fact that everything around him is turning to dust. And then finally, he's the last one to get decimated was so satisfying. Yes. I, I was like, great. I don't need someone to kill him. We already saw him be murdered. Good. It was better than seeing him decapitated. Yes, it was It was much better just to watch everything fail. The armor. I mean, if you looked at his armor, it's just destroyed. He wasn't expecting anything like this to happen. And uh, oh, it was just great to, to just watch him go. Watch him turn to dust. It's so great. So let's let's can we um, Brian, are you uh, you you satisfied with the conversation? Can we talk numbers? Yeah, I was just about to. I if think you'd like to talk numbers. Sure. I'm saying no, I'm uh, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, are you satisfied with the conversation? I'm never satisfied with the conversation. <laughs> I can talk satisfied. about this movie for three. <laughs> listen, listen, I need you all to understand. I saw this movie on Thursday night and I immediately went, went, tried to go to bed. It, it, it did not work for me, but I tried because I saw a late showing. And then I was at work on Friday. I was like, we were trying like, to no, not no, no. talk about it. Everybody was like, no, 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 you can't talk about it. So instead, because I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to overload my beautiful and amazing fiance with all of my nerdiness. I went home and I watched five hours of YouTube videos <laughs> just to dissect this yeah. movie and yeah. talking about this movie. And I've listened to th- at least three hours of podcasts. I could talk about this movie for days. So if you ask me if I'm satisfied with the conversation, meh. I'm saying, are you, Oh, you're I could saying, talk you're for five our, hours about this movie. You just said our conversation was meh? No, I'm, I'm not the conversation itself. My point is, I think you're asking me, Brian, do you have anything else you would like to converse about? That's what about? I'm saying. I'm and saying, I'm do you have you, closing thoughts? Closing thoughts I don't have closing thoughts. I have all the thoughts, I think, his, I think his point, Josh, is he will never be done with this movie. <laughs> He'll never be done discussing it, talking about it, thinking about it, it dissecting no, it. No, I, I get, I get it, and I'm, I'm, I'm He's always you. angry. I'm there. I have, I have infinite thoughts. My, my, the thing is, our listeners don't have that kind of time. So, um, you, I'm you have sorry. closing thoughts? Uh... I wish I had America's ass. <laughs> um, we didn't talk about Captain Marvel very much. I thought nah, she was she, utilized she's pretty got a well lot more movie. to come. Like, yeah, yeah. She, she, like, she, it, I, it, they address the fact that she wasn't. Where was she? That she's going around. There's other planets that are going through the same thing. That they are. They don't have an Avengers team. Like, I think they did a great job of using her when they needed her and explaining why she wasn't there. And and because obviously she just would have plowed through everything. I got right. a real I got a real problem with what villain could possibly challenge her. And I'm interested to see what happens in, in yeah. the future Captain Marvel movies to to kind of challenge that. But I mean, kind of dovetailing into that, I I think that the end scene of the passing of the baton from Hawkeye to Black Panther to Spider-Man, the where they're trying to get the gauntlet to the van. Yep. Right. Yep. That scene was great. And it all yep. ultimately culminated in this what like the 10 or 15 females badass freaking superheroines mm-hmm. of the Marvel universe just kicking ass which yep. was really cool finally seeing pepper in in a suit of armor also kicking ass was pretty damn cool as well um but she's done now right yeah i would imagine well, she, I, mean, she, she said I would she imagine is. with the exception of maybe the oddball cameo here and there if that but she's just going to run stark industry she said she was yeah. done so yeah um, I'm trying to think if there's any if there was any really large moments that I really want to talk about. Do you want to talk about Hulk? I mean, I gotta say, like seeing seeing Smart Hulk was awesome. 
if we're going to talk about Hulk. Dr. Hulk, right? I mean, yeah, he's From called the he's, they, they they refer to him in the comic books as Professor Hulk. Professor Hulk. And and that was the Hulk I grew up with in the in the 90s comic books for the most part. He was smart. He was smart Hulk. And yep. so it was really nice to kind of see that arc kind of culminate the yeah, way that Christian, it did. Christian schooled me on all that. And what was really funny, I, I love the scene where they go back to 2012 and he's looking at himself, the all rage monster. <laughs> oh, and then he's like, like, boom. It was good. Like the, the, this movie did such a really great job of like, hey, we know we have some heavy shit. We're going to start off really heavy. And, and the, but we're going to just these little touches of comedy here and here and here. Cause the middle's pretty intense, even though there's not like all oh, we lost and everything like that. Like it's still like the stakes are high. Like you're still yeah. like freaking freaking out about it and then end the way it did. Like it did a really good job of like inserting these little bits of comedy. Um, and what I really loved about, and CJ is going to appreciate this comment more than Josh ever will. What I really loved about the first act of this movie, but before they go to the time travel and, and, and CJ, you, you got to tell me if you felt it or if I'm just like superimposing this on the movie. Sure. It felt like the way it was filmed, it just felt empty. Yes. You, every scene, mm-hmm. even with 16 characters, like not 16, but like even with six characters in a room, it just felt a lot of, st- a lot of space. It- it and, felt empty. And that's why and that when, was so good. You're absolutely right. I have no idea what you're saying. That's like when so the moment when they finally use the the stones to unsnap everybody and they come out and you finally see birds flying. And, and you're like, oh, this, and we've and been I missing little this, things like that. Those little things, those little things in the background. The, and the like, diner, I think just the subtle change of the lighting is is it, still empty. There's still a lot yeah, of space. It just felt like you had this it's void. Quiet. It was it was so well done. Yeah. The Man, the Russo brothers know what the hell they're doing, man. Also, the first first set of directors to have $3 billion films under their belt. So I'm glad you brought up numbers, Brian, because I think uh, the two of you need to realize that... Um, yeah, you were right. I All was right, right. Shut up. All right, yes. No, no, no. Go ahead. Right. No, no, no. This doesn't happen you often. You were right. This doesn't happen often. I hedged a bet. By often, you mean ever? And Congratulations. No, that's not you true. Right we've, we've had well, several moments of How long are you going right. to gloat about it? Excuse me? How long are you gonna gloat about it, dude? Gloat I I was I threw this out a month ago. Yeah, no, you said crazy which, thing. It's gonna be a billion dollars. Now Brian I, and I are both going. You're absolutely right. I was immediately met with no and math. And do you really think? And Brian, you've you've listened to many shows and you listened the same one I did. This movie didn't just beat records and beat things by a little bit. It didn't beat it by all you know much. It beat everything by a metric fuck ton. It, of ketchup. It, 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 yes, of ketchup. A metric fuck ton of ketchup. It obliterated records mm-hmm. in a way that has never been seen. The way that Thanos destroyed Captain America's shield is the same way that this thing did on the box office. It was incredible. So so some of the stats that I know I'm done off the top of my head was uh, before this movie, the fastest movie to reach a billion dollars was actually Avengers Infinity War, and it took 11 days globally. Uh, this took five globally, so it didn't For a have billion the time dollars to to get to a billion. Um, it was ninety nine percent of all ticket sales in China. It was ninety nine percent of tickets to sales all in of uh, in China. It's crazy. It is actually, I think the, the 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 higher the high before this movie, the highest global opening weekend was six hundred and forty million dollars, which was Infinity War. This more than doubled it. Um, it is. Ranked in the 
it's actually number one in the top opening weekends of all time, obviously. Um, yeah. And, and these records are going to stand for a long time. And here's, here's if I know thing. Brian, hold on, if I know Brian, there's one thing that I know he wants this movie to do. Yes. More than anybody else in the world. He's literally Avatar. about to. Brian it wants this to beat to Avatar. Obliterate it is halfway Avatar. there. It got halfway there in a weekend. I I believe in this movie. I think it can do this. I fucking hate Avatar. I don't know. I don't care who knows it. I hate this movie. I hate that movie. Brian hates this the way it, that some people hate war. Here's the thing. It's got so much. It's got a lot of things going against it that Avatar had going for it. And the fact of the matter is, the biggest thing is that it's released in the summer, and within a month, the cycle of movies is going to try to push it out. I'm hoping it holds on. It's not summer yet, brother. It's it's summer movies. All, it's got all of May. It's summer, got all of May. But the summer it, it, in the movie season doesn't. Summer in the movie season starts in May. It, it, it is legitimately, but that's my point, Josh. It legitimately has to make its money in one month. Avatar literally was in theaters for like 10 months. Yeah. That's why the, it grows so well, much fucking money. Well, that sounds unfair. Well, but that's yeah, well, my the point. That's why it grows so much the, money is because Avatar was in theaters for fucking ever. Ever. And, and everybody wants to it, point it to, oh my gosh, it made the most well, amount of money. Movie, well, I could release a movie a like this. movies in there for 10 months and make a lot of money. You release a movie like this in April so that you can do a big, like, return in 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 well, november december the, on dvd the thing that all the but, but thing again that say, i'm not i'm not i listen i know this movie is going to make a ton of money on blu-ray and dvd i that's not what i want josh i need you to listen to my words <laughs> i need this movie to make more money at the box office than avatar, avatar. no i yes. get it i do i understand and avatar the made words like three billion that are coming out of your mouth I don't know if I, you do i'm hoping that it can get the black panther effect where it did stay in theaters for a longer period of time to the yeah. point where people are like, yeah. that's still in theaters? And then, like, no, I mean, it came the night, back. The, like, dude, Black Panther was Black still Panther in theaters. Black Panther was in theaters forever. Ever. It was in theaters when it got released on Blu-ray still. Yes, so, like, if right. this can do that, even just for a couple screens, just to push it over, just to push it over. <laughs> but 1.2. But 1.2 in a weekend. Is insane. Is insane. CJ, CJ, I, I, I humbly, uh, 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 uh prostrate myself in front of you not thank prostrate you, but prostrate thank you mm-hmm. um and uh you were correct and i was incorrect uh in the numbers evaluation and the expectations for this film i clearly was off my fucking rock and besides disney do you know who else were the big winners the theaters the amount of concession. Brian's got that stupid little popcorn tin at AMC that costs oh, six dollars just to get the tin. Eleven dollars for my the popcorn. The in fucking it. Christian wouldn't let me grab God. a bottle of water because there was a line at the premiere. You know yeah. the premiere line there. Yep. Um. So he was like, "No, let's let you know, Christian. Like, let's fucking go with the look." Right. But dude, um, it's a three-hour movie. You need to have something, and also you got to wait. And I'm like, every dude, sip I, need, I need a bottle of water, right? Like, I, I like I need something. He's like, "Nope." Let's go. And I'm like, I'm just going to grab a bunch of napkins so I can blow my nose and wipe my tears. That's it's currently fine. currently in the first week of, of release at one point seven eight five billion. Brian is actively tracking this. If he could have hourly updates on this sent to his. I watch, would love would. it if I could get hourly updates because I really, really. So, I mean, you know what that means? That means we are a measly one point three billion <laughs> away from beating you, Avatar. Just repeat it. Just yeah. do another opening weekend. And, and, and we're and good. honestly, in comparison, Avatar's dog. shit. Oh, yeah. It's always oh, it's dog. In, yeah. 
dude, forget about comparison. Just as a movie, that movie the, is dog shit. I have, all right. I have, well, okay. All right. Let's not, biased. let's not, let's yeah, not. I mean, it's nope, not, let's nope. not attack I don't, Avatar. I don't want to spend I'll the next 20 Avatar minutes attacking Avatar. Fuck it. It's a terrible movie. I have movie. one question that I, I'm just curious about. We obviously know people who are, you know, not the fanboys that we are, the people that are not diving into this movie headfirst, the people who are going to say, oh, I'll watch it when it's on Netflix, only to learn that it will be on Disney+. Plus. These people, I have a question for them, or for you, and how you think they're going to interact with this. Is Do you think they're going to watch this movie in one sitting, or is this something that they're going to do over the scope of days? I don't think those people exist. This, nah. this is <laughs> there are a people, global, dude. but this is a global I, I know, event. But it this is, is a global something event. you have to be a part of. You That's have right. to see but in the theater. You know... Listen, I, dude, I got are, people that have never watched a Marvel movie that have watched this, and I'm like, what the fuck, fuck are, you, are yeah. you doing? I had somebody mm-hmm. say that. Okay, well. Like, you've never watched a Marvel movie. How the fuck are you going to understand what's happening on the screen here? But, I mean, the truth is, this stands This stands up. By, like, okay, so you won't get the callbacks, and you probably won't be as emotional, but, like, end of the day, this is a great movie. Standalone. It, really it, 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 Great it, it really is. This is going to be in my top 10 list for a very long time. Uh, on top of movies that I really enjoy and the ones that are like critically acclaimed, not only was this like, oh, the fans really liked it, but the critics were like, also, hey, I, no, I can't I mean, believe they did this for three hours. How does this not become your favorite Marvel movie of all time? Oh, it is. Like, I'm talking movies of all time. Where will this rank? It will always live yeah, in the top 10. I, all right. Well, I separate those from most movies that's what i'm saying maybe, i've never included maybe you're right maybe you're right maybe this makes it its way into my top t- i don't know yeah i, I don't normally I don't include sure, marvel movies like, in my top 10 movie list this is one that i will be putting in my top that's 10. right i don't i don't ever put marvel uh, comic book movies in in my in my in my top list but i think this is why are they not movies Oh, no, they're, God, just, they're, they're just different. They're just different. And, but, but oh, no, now it's this not. Is the they're one, fucking movies. But this is the one no, that transcends everything. That's the thing. This does transcend. And I mean, you're going to put this next to The Godfather and things like that and be like, I'll yes. put fucking Iron Man next to The Godfather. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, All right, get calm the down. fuck out of here. It's a fucking movie. Down. No, no. There's calm nothing down. different about it. It's a fucking Brian, movie. Calm no. down. Oh, I'm not, I'm not doing this with Calm down. Calm down. No, I'm not saying that I Iron Man is good take, as the Godfather. I need you My to take 35 is, to 45% It is a fucking off. movie. It's a movie. I get it. Hence, it is able to be judged <laughs> on its merit as a fucking movie right. with movies like the Godfather. Dude, Iron Man it's is not different. Put, it's not special. It's not lesser. It's a fucking movie. But when you look at Iron Man objectively as a movie, you can't say, I could compare that to The Godfather. No, I didn't say, I, I'm saying, listen, I'm not saying it's in my top 10. I'm saying it's a movie. Judge it on its merits as a fucking movie. Don't sit there and tell me it's special. I've never had a Marvel movie go in my top 10. They're a popcorn movie. They're di- I've never had emotional resonance. Right. I've never had That's that right. reply, that response, the thing that stays with me for days and weeks, the thing that makes me analyze. Like, I've never done I it with a Marvel movie. I can't stop thinking about this movie. Yes. I, I get it. I cannot stop thinking so about my, it. But, but, but that's great. I'm telling you. That makes, but Brian, you can't, that, that my makes point it. is you can't say, oh, I don't normally rank Marvel movies ever when I rank movies. They're that, movies. But I don't. No. But, but that, they're movies. They're not. Oh my god! Yes, you gotta, they are. Stop! You gotta calm down. That We're, makes it. This makes it a film, not a movie. It makes it something. This is else. something snobby people would be like. Oh yes, I didn't enjoy them. They would. Yes, the, the 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 you know the others that judge movies, right? The other the other people 
Like, not us. Not fanboys. Like, obviously, we love all this shit. And yes, we do. Of course. But the people but, are like, mm, yes, well, you know, the character development. We did, just in January, we did a top five from last year. And I excluded anything comic book related because I feel like it's a different thing. Yeah. And like, I'm telling you, it's not. And, 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 and saying that it is is automatically making it lesser than what any I, other what movies. I was saying, What I was saying to Laura uh, before I saw this movie is that so far in 2019, my favorite movie is The Dirt. The Motley Crue movie is my favorite movie of 2019. Right. I saw this and I went, Jesus fucking Christ, this is a new bar. It is a new bar. For all and it's movies. not about... And it's not about comic books. It's not about, um, you know, fight scenes or blowing stuff up. It's about the story, how it developed, how the characters interact, and what happened a- a- along the course of the movie. This movie was spectacular. Yeah, it- it's not, and like, there's no. There's no way you can deny it. And I've it. never There's, felt that way with right. other Marvel movies. I've loved it. I think they're great. I, I, right. I highly recommend it. I watch them a lot of times. I've never felt the same way walking out of a Marvel movie as I did nope. with this one. Therefore, nope. when I look back, even on my childhood memories, The Mask is in my top list. Because I was a little kid when The Mask came in. I love Jim Carrey. I am still reminiscing about Endgame the way I reminisce about watching Top Gun. And if you know me, that's, that's right. a big fucking deal. I, I was I was I was moved like watching Infinity War, right? And 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 Cap shows up on the screen, everybody applauds, right? Mm-hmm. And then they go to Wakanda and everybody applauds. That was not the same as this. Right. This was I mean Pandemonium. I heard I heard from all around me. People weeping. Yeah, there was a woman next to me who was literally hanging on by a thread. Right. And someone had to ask her, are you okay? Right. It was <laughs> it was super emotional, up and down, so, all over the place. I've never, ever, ever been in a movie theater like this. I think, this. from what I can tell right now, just in our interaction, Josh had a very big emotional reaction to A Star is Born. Had a, had a very emotional Huge. reaction to it. Yes. I think this one made the Star is Born just kind of look like, you know, a, a romantic comedy in the sense of it was silly. how he felt yeah, about it. it. Made the star, it made a Star is Born look silly. Right. Emotional. So, Brian, I, I, I completely understand what you're saying. I'm not not validating the, the legitimacy of Marvel movies having an impact on that. For me, personally, again, my top ten, I've never had a Marvel movie on there. I don't think I would put a superhero movie on there. I will put this one on my top ten and yeah. defend it till I, I die. I think you okay. might be right. That is different from what you said 15 minutes ago. Oh, for fuck's oh sake. God. It's Semantic not. semantics. It's not, but whatever. It's fine. That's fine. I'll, I'll edit it to make it look like everyone's in agreement. Fair. Yay. <laughs> so. <laughs> you don't have to sell the fucking movie to me. I know it's an amazing movie. Uh, listen, uh, I do agree. This has been the nerdiest we have ever nerded on this podcast. We are almost at 200 episodes. This is the nerdiest one we've ever done. We have obviously been talking for a while about this movie, and I I have to turn it to you. Listener, you, right now, in your car, on your way to work, walking around, whatever you're doing, I need you to stop what you're doing, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, text messaging, whatever. Find a pigeon and send me a scroll. I need to know what you felt about this movie, how you feel about just everything going on. I want to have the cathartic thing with you. I, I 
Brian is not done talking about this movie and Brian will never be done talking about this movie. So we would love to extend this conversation and, and keep it going. And uh, if you so demand it, we can talk more about this at the end of other episodes in the coming weeks. We know there's a lot of feelings about it, uh, but I do have one request for you. If you have seen this movie and you know that there are people that have not yet, uh, please don't spoil it for people. I know that we normally wait two weeks to talk about a movie and we're doing this a, a week after just because it's a big event. But there are people who are now hearing about this movie, hearing about this franchise, and, and honestly saying, okay, maybe I really should invest in this. Maybe I really should give this a try. All my friends have been talking about it. Let me go ahead and start watching these movies. Don't spoil this for those people. Let them come into the fandom. We've talked about how uh, our, our nerdy culture has been very inclusive and very welcoming to letting people in. A lot of people are going to start now. Don't Don't spoil it. Let them come into this community and let them have these exact same feelings that you're having. So thank you so much for listening. Cannot wait to hear what you guys thought about this movie, how you feel, and the reactions to what we've said today. So I look forward to seeing and talking to you guys over the next coming weeks, and uh, we will see you on the next episode. Well, welcome to the club, because you are back on a nerd. 